Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by StonehillWealthManagement.com. Today, Philip starts a series titled Bread Fables, Busting Myths People Have About Money. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, brought to you by Stone Hill Wealth Management, home of the, for the moment, $500 Uh, investment plan where we look at your investments and look at your goals and give you thoughts on whether your investments align with your goals. And if not, we give you recommendations. Check it out on the website, stonehillwealthmanagement.com. This is a limited offer. I don't know when I'm going to stop doing it, but uh, it's, it's, it's being offered for now. Check it out, stonehillwealthmanagement.com. All right. Today we're talking about we're going to do a series over the next few weeks about uh, common beliefs have common beliefs people have about money, because beliefs think of beliefs as habitual thoughts, right? Beliefs are those things that we do subconsciously. When so beliefs are like the equivalent of what we also call biases, opinions, right? Beliefs are, um, and, and a lot of beliefs are subtle. Because a lot of beliefs that we have are picked up in the in in the just the flow of life, right? They're picked up by like subtle suggestions that people made to us that we uh, accept it. They're based on like confirmation bias from living life and associating a certain cause with a certain effect, whether it was right or wrong. We just embedded it in us. It comes from observing others, right? And and the majority of beliefs that we have are are incorrect because like beliefs are always evolving, right? The the things that humans believed 100 years ago are different today, right? The, when we believed them 100 years ago, things operated off those beliefs and things were built on top of the beliefs. But as we evolve our beliefs, the way we do life changes. And so this is important from an aspect of money because like the, uh, the thoughts around money evolve and change. And as you can uh, if if you have beliefs about money that you feel are not serving you uh, it it does you well to evolve uh, your beliefs right so these are just my perspectives my thoughts and my journey of how I evolve my beliefs around money they're always evolving go listen to a podcast three years ago and you'll see my evolution every evolution of thought so I'm always trying to find a more positive, more better belief system around money because as those belief systems change, so does my environment. So first one, money is the key to happiness. This is a thought that I know I thought, and it was very common to think uh, in the in an environment that I grew up in where we just didn't have money, right? Meaning like, uh, you know, when you don't have money, 
you have like, I mean, we were happy. I mean, you know, you look around and you go, oh, okay, I'm happy. I'm laughing. I have this. I got family. I got love. Right. But the tendency is to look at the area of life where you feel lacking, you know, where you feel like lacking based on like the relative world and then think, oh, if I fill the gap with this, then it's going to, it's going to bring me, it's going to bring me happiness. Right. Um, when you fast forward, I've had the benefit for almost two decades of working with people with money. And I found that there is zero link to money and happiness. As a matter of fact, depending the, depending on like your emotional state, period, m- you know, money is sort of like a, a steroid for like your emotions, meaning like if you are unhappy without money, right, money becomes a weight that makes you more unhappy. So money is just neutral, right? You're, it, it's going to magnify your emotional state the way a drug does. So it's not, a, it's not a key to happiness. Could it allow you to buy more temporary hits of happiness? Sure. Just like a drug. Like, you know what I mean? Like if people use, people go to drugs because they don't like their life, they don't like themselves. Not all people go to drugs, right? But I'm just saying in general, uh, when you're looking at somebody who's abusing the substance, it's typically done uh, for escapism because they don't like their current reality. Um, and the, the drug gives them a momentary est- escape, but the drug wears off and then they got to sit in their skin and they then they got to find the next hit, right? So money can do that. Money can give you short bursts of of happiness, um, but it, 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 it won't be lasting versus versus being happy, right? If, if, if you have ever partaken in, um, you know, uh, cannabis or a feel-good drug that does that and you are in a happy place, the drug magnifies it. You know what I mean? Um, so same with money, right? If you, if you are in a happy place uh, and you have money, it magnifies it. And so the key to happiness is not money. The key to happiness is happiness, right? <laughs> and that sounds super weird, but there, 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 it does you no good right now to think about the lack of money you had in the past or think about any lack of money in the future. If you're living right now, and you can find happiness, right? If you're living right now and you're not like, there's nothing bad happening to you like right now, right? In the current moment, you're just sitting here listening to the podcast or sitting here looking outside and and you're, and you're good, then just be happy, right? Just live in the happiness because there's no, po- there's no positive to being negative. As a matter of fact, thinking from a lack perspective around any subject, specifically money, actually makes you less intelligent around that topic, right? Think of think of the topic, think of your feelings, and think of the way you feel as a direction of intelligence. So when you're feeling positive about a subject, you're evolving your intelligence, right? And as you evolve your intelligence, you evolve your experience around that subject, which means like more money over time. And as you think negatively, if you think thoughts that don't make you feel good about a subject, you lower your intelligence. You're going the opposite way, which means you lower your experience around the subject, which means more lack. And it and it it really is that simple. Um, and so, like, yeah, the key to happen the key to happiness is happiness. Next topic: more money 
means less stress. This is a similar, similar to what I mentioned before. If you take the word work and then you just call work neutral, like money, right? Work neutral. Work is just action, right? And action can be pleasurable or unpleasurable. Action can be hard or unhard. Works so work can be hard or unhard. Work can be rela- relaxing or stressful, right? Work is neutral. It's the what is it called? An adjective. I was not great at the word stuff, but the adjective you put before the ne- wait. Action is a verb. So the so this is an adverb. Oh, I'm remembering. This is an adverb. I did listen. Right, the adverb you put before the verb, right? Um, matters. It changes the entire context of the experience. And so, uh, what is the adverb? Well, the adverb is how you feel. And so, if if you're doing work that is stressful to make money, then more money is going to be more stressful, right? If the work that you're doing that you're doing is pleasurable and relaxing, then more money is going to be relaxing. And it's a self-reinforcing cycle. So as you prove to yourself, and this is the difficult part, right? A lot of people look at people who have money and that are living stress-free. They go, oh, that's easy for you to say because you have money. I was like, you're not, you were not with them from the beginning, right? You know, um, I've told in a previous podcast, I started my business with the intention to run everything through that filter, which meant like I'm... I made a lot less money than what I could for a long period. I mean, I'm still making a lot less money than I really can, given what I understand, because I refuse to do money-making things that are not relaxing and that make me feel good, right? But but after you do it a couple times and you practice it, you go, oh, there. I don't have to do anything, right? Like like the the my emotional state is what's most important. And as I feel better, you just attract people to you, right? People want to be around people who feel good. So if you feel good and you're intelligent and you know what you're doing and you got a vision, you're just going to attract people to your vision because they want to be around you and they want to help you. And then like just money just comes, right, over time. It, and so like um, the, the song, Mo Money, Mo Problems, right, is only accurate if the, ad, the adverb or the feeling that you have along your journey of making money is a stress, struggle, you know, hustle, hustle, hustle. I got to bang it out. I got to, I, I, I have to do these things. This is what I got to do. I got to move here. I got to live here. I got to talk to these people. I need to know these people. I got to, like, when everything you do is a got to do, <laughs> you're going to be stressed because there's no freedom in got to do, right? Want to do is the freedom, right? And freedom is relaxation, right? And relaxation opens up your mind to ease, right? And once you taste ease, making money with ease, um, you're never going back to a stress-filled journey of money making. Never, right? That would be insane, insanity. Uh, next one, uh, ma- money can't buy true love or happiness. That is actually a super 100% accurate statement from from my perspective because um, uh, w- what whatever you use money to um, hold in your life, it's going to fluctuate around that 
that energy, meaning like like if you find somebody who you uh, who you get to love you and be with you because of your money, uh, then don't be shocked whenever you don't allow the money to flow in the way that they think it should flow for their love to 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 wane because their love is tied to the money, right? It also means like if somebody else comes along and they have more money and they offer more, right, then they're going to follow that money because they're not in love with you. They're in love with money, right? It's very conditional. And 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 so there's no reason to get mad if that's how you attracted the the situation because that's how you attracted it. You 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 set it up that way. Um, same with true happiness, right? If if your happiness depends on like the zeros in your bank account, then uh, then you can only be happy relative to how wealthy you feel relative to everybody in your world. Meaning, if you're in a room and everybody's wealthier than you, then it's tough to be happy if that's how you measure your happiness because you're a relative thinker when it comes to happiness and money, right? But if you're just happy, right, and you're in a room with people who are wealthier than you and you're secure in yourself, then you then all the people that have more, they're going to be like, I don't know what it is about this person. I just love being around them. They're good people, right? I need to find a way to stay with them. And then you're going to end up making more money without even trying, right? Just because you're just a good feeling, happy person. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that I learned about people with money is everybody treats people with money or people who are famous or who are known. They, they treat them not as people. They treat them relative to their stuff. Right. So they put them on this pedestal and they go, oh, man, you know, you're 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 successful. You're rich. You're this. And they and they they treat them in relation to that. And people can feel it like they can feel it. Right. But if you just treat them like you treat your homie like a person, not because you're trying to manipulate it, just because you that's how you actually see them. You're like, no, they got blood like me. They have emotions like me. They care about things. I mean, they sure, they have more stuff than me, but that's not what makes them them. What makes them them is the stuff on the inside. And so. Once you own the ability to do that, then your ability to move around in a world that cares about that stuff, um, it becomes super easy. And then you end up in rooms, situations, and around people that people are going, oh, how do you know this person? How do you know that person? Because they're a person. Because <laughs> you know, they're, they're a human. Like humans think and act the same. Like the stuff doesn't make the human. The stuff is just the stuff, right? And so like, uh, you own that, you can be happy in it, and you will learn to center yourself around um, your own internal compass versus in relation to external stuff. Last one, money is the root of all evil, or how it's accurately said in the context of where it comes from, the love of money is the root of all evil. And so that's Let's let's stick with the love of money being the root of all evil as the as the phrase. Um, that is not accurate from my perspective if you use the context of the word love, right? Because the word love means to me is just the removal of judgment, right? If you if you think about it, acceptance, appreciation, right? If you if you remove judgment, right, you 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 know, you have force. And you have attraction, right? I know I'm going super nerd science, but you got force. And when you remove force, gravity flows to you, right? And so if you remove force or resistance, um, then you attract. And so so loving l- loving money is attracting money. And I don't think that attracting money is the root of all evil, right? 
the root of all evil is replacing money with, uh, you know, putting money at the center of your of your of your being. Right. I think that might be more accurate. Where you say, "Oh, okay, my stability is built on like my network, my net worth. My emotional stability is is built around my network." Right. And some of you might say, "Yeah, but Philip, isn't that what love is?" I mean, sort of. I know I'm. I know I'm. You know. Uh, I'm splitting hairs, but I just want to. I just want to clarify that word "love" because if if you're saying, "Yeah, love is the center of who I am. I am love, so I love everything," right? And um, then cool, like that needs to be your center. But what I'm also communicating is, if love is your center, then yeah, you love money, you love people, you know, you love coffee, you love Chick Fil A, you love. Uh, Chick-fil-A's uh, <laughs> hash browns, right? You know, if, if the center of your being is love, then you love everything, right, including money, but that's not the root of all evil. Like, you know what I mean? So I just want to make it clear what that means. It, it it really means if money is what you consider like the foundation of your well-being, right, then that's ephemeral, right? That's not lasting, right? That's unstable. That's insecure, literally. That's insecure, um, and so that's why so many people with money are very insecure uh, uh, that get money in a way that's not enjoyable, that's uh, competitive, right? Um, because like, how are you going to have peace in a world where people, you know, like, where they're, you know, yeah, like people are getting, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's if if your litmus test for happiness for money is being the richest. In the world where we're having more smarter and brighter people being born every single day, I mean that would be super stressful to me. So um, no, money's at the root of all evil. It's your perspective on money, right? Which is the point of this series, helping you wrap the right perspective, or not even not the word right, but have a healthy perspective of money that is unconditional, and that actually helps you get more money and have more peace. Hope this helps. Until next week, y'all enjoy yourself. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.